Ethical Quandaries. I'm Jessica Veldstra. And I'm Denise Thompson. And this week we're going to be talking about something real current. Something that happened sometime around August 8th. <laughs> it was reported on August 8th. <laughs> <laughs> That's as good as we can do. We're very, very <laughs> Technical, knowledgeable. knowledgeable, mm-hmm. and accurate at all times. All times. So, uh, Anchorage. Is it Anchorage? Well, that, Also yes. accurate, knowledgeable. <laughs> Times have it all was. <laughs> it was. It was an angry. A guy tried to steal a bike off of the top of somebody's mower home, and the guy confronted him. Do you want me to read the article? Absolutely. Okay. Or you can try to summarize. Summarize. To sum up. <laughs> no, it's too long. I'll sum up. <laughs> so I'm going to read an article from T- KTUU, which is um, in out of Anchorage. An Anchorage burglary attempt turned violent Wednesday morning after a physical fight ensued between the potential theft victim and suspect, leaving both men injured and bleeding from a stab and bite wounds. According to the Anchorage Police Department, the incident took place on the 900th block of E and 4th Avenue. Officers arrived just after 5 a.m., finding two injured men. One of the men, later identified as as the theft suspect, Robert Russell, 38, was bleeding from... It's interesting because they wrote form. (laughs) And it threw me off. Was bleeding from his nose and face. The other man, standing near a motorhome and later identified as the victim, was wearing a shirt that was soaked in blood, police say. Following the investigation, the incident began when the victim and owner of the motorhome awoke to noises on the roof of their RV. There, Russell was allegedly trying to steal a bicycle off of the bike rack. The owner confronted Russell, police say, and the suspect began to fight with him, punching him and stabbing him with a small pointed instrument, causing puncture wounds to the leg and chest of the victim. The incident got even more violent, APD said, when Russell bit the victim's arm and the victim responded by biting back. The victim then leaned down and bit the suspect back on the face, removing a large chunk of his nose. APD stated in the community alert. Both men sustained non-life-threatening injuries and went to the hospital to be treated. Russell was charged with second-degree assault in the incident. Um, so the title of that article was, Man Tries to Steal Bike from Motorhome, Owner Bites His Nose Off Instead. <laughs> want to read the article or the title because it kind of gave away the so the, the guy that was getting his bike stolen bit the stealer's nose off the thefter the one who wanted the theft wanted to complete the theft or however you say that i don't think stealer's a word so thief the thief <laughs> so this was shared widely and um, I've heard about it in passing. People are, like, talking about it. It's, like, a big thing. Oh, it's did you of... hear? And everyone's laughing. Well, and to be fair, there's a lot of puns that have been made about this. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> it's like puns and troll. Like, I'll nose. get your nose. I guess he knows better now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a lot of that, which I kind of understand. It's an easy pun. But Denise was like... I don't know. I mean... Is that ethical? Is it ethical to find so much joy in someone biting someone else's nose off because they try to steal a bike? (laughs) Well, and I wouldn't say... Or is it ethical to bite somebody's nose off because they're stealing a bike? Isn't that what I just said? You said if it's ethical to find joy in it. 
Oh, yeah. Those There's, are two different questions. That is two different <laughs> questions. <laughs> you woke me up early on a Saturday to do this. I don't think I don't think that I need to be right on in this podcast. No, yes, those are two totally different questions. And I think that they're both actually a little bit of ethical quandary for me as a person. Because, I mean, my first reaction to reading the story was kind of hilarity mm-hmm. well also i need to point out that he did bite the guy's nose after the guy stabbed him with a sharp mm-hmm. instrument right so but that was after he well they had already he had already confronted, confronted him, him and they were already in a scuffle so so like to begin with you think confronting someone who's stealing your stuff is ethical do i think it's yeah. ethical like if somebody's stealing your stuff you think confronting like saying hey that's I my think... stuff <laughs> is that ethical um i Actually, it's hard to say Mm -hmm. because I think, as myself, I would probably confront someone since Mm -hmm. I have confronted people Mm -hmm. for stealing from me before. And do I think theft is like wrong? It's completely wrong and reprehensible. Mm -hmm. Yes, I totally do because it it affects me all the time Mm -hmm. as a business owner and it's infuriating. But are we supposed to? have those thoughts is it not wrong to find joy I I, I don't know (laughs) so like I would say like confronting saying hey that's my stuff is ethical like you think it's informing because first of all informing somebody that they're stealing your stuff (laughs) there is an off chance that they might just think it's their stuff who knows and then they're like oh sorry I thought this person was mine I think saying, hey, that's my stuff. Don't steal it. Perfectly ethical. So what is the dilemma? Is the dilemma for everyone or just Christians? I think that legally, exactly what he did was perfectly legal. Oh, it's completely legal. He obviously uh, he, didn't get charged yeah. with assault and he, and and he bit someone's Old nose Old Testament, off. I would th- say that it was completely Old Testament legal. Because it actually says in the Old Testament, if you like hit a thief in the night when they're stealing your stuff and he dies. Yeah, it's you, fine. It's, it's, it's not great, but you're not going to be charged with murder, basically. It's in the night. It's a thief. So that's what the Old Testament says. And the Old Testament says, basically, uh, for the, the charges for theft is, like, paying it back five times, that kind of thing. So it says it's wrong. It says that the consequences of it will be to pay it back and that if you hit somebody in the middle of the night when they're in their, your home stealing your stuff and they die, you're not to be brought up on charges with this. So that would be, Old Testament, he'd be perfectly fine. It, it was actually probably all of those things. Middle of the night, confronted this guy, yeah, he's stealing him. his stuff, and he fought back. Old Testament, perfectly fine. The, the thing that comes into play a little bit, oh, and legally, perfectly fine. Yes. Um, <laughs> the thing that can't, comes into play a little bit, oh, it's what you brought up, which was, Jesus said that if somebody asks you for your cloak, give them your tunic too. And if somebody asks you to walk a mile, walk two miles with them. And if somebody strikes you on the cheek, turn the other cheek. And so my thought Mm. was, like technically, if this guy was a Christian, I'm just Mm. saying, for me, Uh putting myself in this situation, wouldn't I be required to give him Mm. all the bikes on the rack if he asked? Like if there's two bikes, (laughs) like he's trying to steal one bike, am I here, take another Uh bike? Obviously you need this bike more than I do. So there was that mm-hmm. ethical quandary. And then there was also the ethical quandary of how much joy <laughs> Christians are finding in it. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people in my life are finding joy in this. Because like, it seems like justice. Yes. Like, it seems like 
Yeah. But it's like, is someone, is, is an altercation and mm-hmm. physical violence mm-hmm. and two people's lives being put in danger mm-hmm. more oh, important oh. than a, and then a bicycle. Mm-hmm. And, right. but the, uh, in, you know. In his instance, okay, so he confronted him and the guy attacked him and then he's fighting for his life. That, yes, is uh, self He feels, he probably feels like he's fighting for his life, not a bike at that point. Yes. And I agree. do we think that that's ethical? Do I think fighting for your life? Oh, this got deep. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that it's not not ethical. But I think that there is an argument that it would be unbiblical. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because uh, the other item that you often get, okay, if somebody is attacking you like a rapist, is it ethical to fight them off and to kill them? Or even fight them off? Well, I think it's correct mm-hmm. if that is your response Mm -hmm. because I do think some people have fight or flight and there's or you know fight or flight mm -hmm. or freeze Mm -hmm. and And I think whatever thing that happens at that as a biological response at that point you probably don't have a lot of control over it yes and I do think that (laughs) people that do have the freeze Mm -hmm. aspect get get so much crap for not fighting back that it feel guilt about it yes and so I feel like in that way it's kind of like what you did was right right and I think in, in those instances, no matter what you do, it's your probably your biology taking over. Yes, it's actually and, 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 and it is and what the, the correct the correct thing that your biology told you to do was probably just like your 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 brain takes in all the all the aspects of the situation and it decides this with, will without keep me alive. without t- thinking cognitively about it. This is what's going to keep me alive. Fighting is going to keep me alive, or freezing is going to keep me alive. Or fleeing is going to keep me alive. Whatever option your brain says at that moment, without actually the prefrontal lobe, it's your it's your animal brain instinct right at that moment. It's, it's what we were created. Yeah. It's our instincts. <laughs> and see, mm-hmm. that's another argument. There, mm-hmm. we were created to do, do these things. Yeah. To, so to, to fight, fight back, fight, flee, or freeze. Yeah. And you're not going to have a whole lot of say over in an emergency. So and I'm I sure that, that this guy was he not was in that mode. <laughs> yeah. Someone's stabbing you with an instrument. You're going to fight freeze or flee <laughs> and you bite someone's nose off mm-hmm. he's just biting back mm-hmm. i think it's the what's sticking off I, your face i don't think he at that point i don't think he was about like, the bike yeah <laughs> well and i also i mean i can't say what he was thinking mm-hmm. about but i probably, probably not a lot <laughs> he's probably he just was, fighting <laughs> yeah probably at the point where the nose is sticking off your face and that's the first thing his mouth grabbed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not like he was like, you come at me, I'm going to bite your nose off. Right. Yeah. That was probably not <laughs> He wasn't his like goal logically thinking, what is the most opportune thing to do here? Because, yeah, bloodborne pathogens probably wouldn't be his first choice. <laughs> but, so it seems like justice. Mm-hmm. So it gives us, like, a little bit of joy. Mm-hmm. And, and basically we're not blaming this guy at all for what he did because, because what he did was probably instinctual based on the fact that he was getting attacked. Yes. But but the after so now we're we're talking about the after, yeah. I'm like talking the, about the, the, the getting joy in it, the getting joy out of it, and not just looking at it as a, like, oh, that was horrible. What right. the, what happened? Mm-hmm. And that guy had to defend himself, mm-hmm. or you know, yeah. So it is. It's a quandary mm. to me because I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I think in this day and age, especially in Alaska, when we're gripped with a drug crisis, mm-hmm. I mean you name it, <laughs> we seem to be gripped with it. Mm-hmm. And theft is through the roof. There's a lot of reasons for that. One reason is we're dealing with some of the laws that have been put in place that... Were incomplete. Were incomplete, yeah. mm-hmm. and they really need some fixing. Mm-hmm. And 
they are it's giving uh, petty theft and people with that are struggling with addiction who are thieving it's giving them a revolving door through our uh, system, system. It was what was felonies and that would have kept people in jail a lot longer are now misdemeanors and so they're getting out immediately and going to commit more crimes and what the second part of that law was supposed to put it in was you go in for these petty crimes this misdemeanor thefts or possession charges and you go directly into treatment but they didn't put it in the treatment part so no, it's hard to put treatment in place when we have no, no treatment, treatment centers. And so that was the issue. But is, we do have them, we do but have them, and, no and there's actually increasing now, which is good, but not nearly as much as we need. So mandatory treatment, which would be the best option, because, I mean, honestly, you know, people who are addicted aren't thinking clearly. They're thinking that, that this drug is what they need to survive. That's what their brain is telling them, so they're doing anything they can to get it and to survive. So that's also brain chemistry right there. But but in, to live around this, right? It's a it's a mess right now because they didn't put it in the second part. <laughs> but to live around this, you have an entire population mm-hmm. of frustrated people who are. I mean, there are there are people in Anchorage who've had their car stolen more than once. Oh yeah, easily. And this is not a big mm-hmm. town. No. I mean, we moved into our house in two thousand four. We didn't have to lock the doors. We didn't have to lock our. I mean, now. If we don't lock our car doors in our driveway at night, mm-hmm. I think they're going to get right. jacked and they're gonna things are gonna get stolen. Mm-hmm. We leave nothing in them. We try so hard to keep everything all locked up, mm-hmm. which was not. I mean, just two thousand four. That mm-hmm. was only fourteen years ago, and it is crime is insane. So, so it gives you the sense of finally somebody's getting what's due to them. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. Because it makes you, you... You're not seeing a lot of justice. What we feel like is justice. Yes, but ethically, I don't know. But the but even in the Old Testament, yes, you wouldn't be charged with murder if somebody was in your house because you wouldn't necessarily know what was happening if you killed somebody in the night. And that's like the kind of the adrenaline thing. But even ethically, you know, in the Bible, it wasn't a physical punishment. It was you pay it back over like five times or you pay it back with fifth included. So that would be the best idea is like these community programs where people do restitution. They pay it back. They give back to the community. They make sure that they they pay off, you know, whatever they stole. So like we had a community member who was using substances and he ruined a bunch of stuff with graffiti. And part of his retribution was he cleaned it, had to clean it all up. And that made him actually feel part of the community. And... Because he felt like part of the community, then he felt like he was important enough, and as a member of the community, to be important enough to stay sober and feel like he was needed. And, I mean, like, so that's a big thing. So instead of injuring somebody, which, I mean, again, the the owner of this bike, I'm sure it was 100% like adrenaline racing through. It wasn't, he wasn't intentionally doing this. It wasn't what, you know, the courts would have judged as his sentence. But it is what happened, and everybody's, like, super happy about it they're super happy about it and also i'm going to bring up there was a carjacking mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago and uh someone jumped in the bed of someone's truck broke out the back window with a golf club and mm. threatened to smash in the guy's head Oof. and people were criticizing this guy because he got out of the truck and let this guy have his truck <laughs> and they were uh, like oh you know what i would have done blah 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 yeah bullshit i mean you but can't like, say what you would have done it's a truck it's worth less than your life for sure no matter but what see, kind of truck it is <laughs> exactly but 
but that's where our, our is our value lying in, in these possessions, possessions mm-hmm. uh, versus over people's safety. Right. Like, would it have been better for this guy to confront him possibly, mm-hmm. but try to get away from him right. when it became physical? Oh, I, and I'm probably thinking he probably thinks so. <laughs> I don't think he, I mean... I don't think he would have probably, even the owner would have argued about maybe. that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's <laughs> you throwing get... it up. Maybe he's got <laughs> maybe. his little... Maybe. Who knows? You know, he's if little... I was stabbed and had bitten somebody's nose off and was worried about bloodborne pathogens now, <laughs> I don't know if I thought... With a person who's possibly, possibly using, using intravenous in, yeah, drugs. exactly. Yes. <laughs> that is kind of disgusting, actually. <laughs> but, you know, what do you do when you're all, uh, hyped up on adrenaline? <laughs> I mean, yeah. For me, it's it's a legitimate quandary. Mm-hmm. But uh, it did it did. Start strike me how many Christians I've heard be excited Mm -hmm. about it versus I can say that only maybe one person was not a Christian Mm. that I heard and everyone was yeah like good you know good for this good for them glad that happened they got what was coming to them and I just think, is that the position that Mm -hmm. as Christians like is that what we want to put out there and I can see our natural bent is towards justice, and it feels like justice, but if you think about it, it probably isn't what we should be automatically saying. So We should it, be the more loving So you're response. saying what happened was probably a biological response. Right. And our, our, even our reaction to it is, is our like natural a- thing. But then we need to come back and say, okay, this guy is probably... Probably struggling. We, struggling. We we don't know him, but he probably likely. Know. If you were climbing on an RV at four or four thirty five in the morning mm-hmm. and trying to steal a bicycle, you're probably struggling right. with something. Yes, and so the loving <laughs> I'm thing. Just, yeah, I'm just. I'm just like I know it's like and especially because he's in his mid thirties. He's not a kid. Um, he's thirty eight. Yeah, so he's he's you know, been through life <laughs> and, and it's not like just some impulse thing. Oh, look, there's a bike. Um, well, I'm thinking even if it's an impulse, right. <laughs> there's something you're wrong with you. and you're stealing a bike. It's, there's something wrong. <laughs> and so, you know, we should be showing love, compassion, kindness, and justice for this guy and probably not rejoicing that he got his nose bitten off. So, Patrick, when I said, did you hear about that story? I'm going to just go into Patrick's response because I brought this up to think possibly if this was a ethical quandary or not. Because I was struggling with it just a little bit inside. And so I said, did you hear about the guy who got his nose bit off? And Patrick's face lit up. He was like, yes, that was so awesome. And I said, but what about what, what Jesus, Jesus said? said? And he goes, oh, <laughs> Yeah. That. <laughs> I think that that's, that's the kind of the, the power, in a way, of Christianity. The power. Like, it, it's subversive. It goes against our natural instincts in a lot of ways. Because there's so much mercy and grace in it. When it's actually being accomplished or mm-hmm. actually looked at yeah. for how it's... Not exactly like how people not are portraying the, it. In not the, the judgy thing, like, like what we Like do. in America. <laughs> And like what we do on this podcast. Our judging is full of love. We're loving, judging. It's all the same. Uh, <laughs> uh. It, so, when you have, I mean, I don't know. You haven't told us how you feel. So, here's one thing that I was thinking about when, when reading this is I've read in this book 
it's in the Outlander series, and I can't remember which book it is, but it was in one of the later ones. Two Quakers are having a conversation. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How many times have you read this book? Oh. Uh, well, it's one of the later <laughs> ones, so probably more like three. The, the first ones, I probably eight or nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the books are way better than the tv series but the tv series is excellent so you know anyway i just want to give you a hard time it's not like i haven't read them three times also <laughs> but yeah it's in the, one of the later books i can't remember which one but there's two quakers having a conversation and um, and if you don't know about quakers they don't they, believe in violence, violence or going yeah. to mm-hmm. war they're pacifists. And so they're pacifists. and so the brother was talking to the sister about fighting back if somebody would rape her and she he said that you have to fight back and she says well that's you know against quaker principles and he said no it's not because it's preventing that person from sinning oh so you're helping them <laughs> <laughs> so here here's the thing is like it's fighting back a prevention of sin like if you're preventing a murder or preventing rape i mean it could completely be looked at. like a, like if this guy is fighting back he's and already he, been stabbed twice mm-hmm. At least. Right. He and could he's have fighting been back. He could have been pre- preventing, preventing murder. Preventing his own murder. Yeah. Yeah. So you've helped someone not kill someone. <laughs> and that person just happens to be you. <laughs> so, I really like that. <laughs> so there's another way to think about it. No, that's a really good, that's a really good idea. Like, I really love that because it makes me feel better. But I still don't think we should necessarily mm-hmm. take joy in the fact no. that someone was hurt. No. Even if it feels like justice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So have we judged the heck out of that? I really feel like I have judged the heck out of it. Uh, I really do feel like I have judged the heck out of that. If I can say words today, that would be good. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. And so our ethical product this week is Chagrin Valley Organic Shampoo Bars. And the reason that shampoo bars are an ethical product is um, because they prevent... They prevent a ton of plastic waste. Yes. So they, they can be good up to 80 wa- washes for your hair. And if you think about that, that's probably longer than your bottle of shampoo lasts. And, and you don't have plastic yes. on the earth exactly. forever. Yeah. <laughs> so win-win. And then the, or- uh, the Chagrin Valley ones have never been um, tested on animals. So that's great. A lot of the options are vegan. You have to look, if that's important to you, you need to look at each item because some of them are not. Some of them have beeswax in them. But, yeah, so if you are considering reducing your plastic waste, we could talk about razors last week. So this week, consider using a shampoo bar. Try You can try different brands. We're talking about the Chagrin Valley today. But if you have a brand that you love, shoot us an email, and we'll try it ourselves. And... Let us know how it works. So it also travels really yes, well. Yes. Because you don't have to worry about the spilling ounces. all over the and putting it in the little uh, plastic, zip, bag. plastic bag, and and it's spilling all over because I've had that happen before. Shampoo all over your clothes. And sometimes it stains. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And so super easy to travel with. Super easy to pack anywhere. Doesn't cause all that plastic waste. And a lot of times you can use it for your bar soap. Mm-hmm. So when you're traveling, it's just, just like one, one item. Yep. Yeah. So you don't have to think think about more things. So it's another option for us who wants to reduce our plastic waste. So thank you for joining us here at <laughs> Ethical Quandaries, a podcast where we have a lot of questions. But no answers. And, and we're, we're judging, judging you anyway. anyway. Technical support and photography by Tip Kingsley. Consultation by Mid Toker. Production music by EpidemicSound.com. 
editing by me, Jessica Veldstrand. If you have an ethical quandary or a comment, you can email us at ethicalquandaries at outlook.com. And check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Remember, if you enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. And support our work on patreon.com.